Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Gospel according to John 12, 23 to 25. And Jesus answered them saying, The hour is come, that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abided alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the blessing of sacrifice, part two. It is important for us to come to a place of revelation and understanding when it comes to the issue of kingdom sacrifice as a lifestyle of faith. That as we will learn from the scriptures, that destiny itself does not function properly until the element of sacrifice is engaged. I believe that we will all have a consensus that regardless of who you are and what you have been given, without a diligent way of living sometimes to understand a very frugal way of living and a disciplined way of living which is all amounting to sacrifice it is palpably impossible to attain to levels that god wants you to attain to regardless of your logistical endowments so the element of sacrifice in the physical, in the spiritual, is very, very important. So, here in the scripture, we are seeing Jesus himself talking about himself and he's using a metaphor to try to give us an opportunity to understand what happens supernaturally when a sacrifice is done? And he's revealing to us his core mission on earth and what he has as an end game for executing the mission according to the principle of sacrifice we're about to learn. And in speaking about himself and his mission, he tells the people that there is glory for him as a son of God. 
fully God, fully man. There is glory for him. Then he goes ahead to say that, but verily, verily, I say unto you that even though there is glory for me, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground. And he, when he was making that statement that except a corn of wheat falls to the ground, he was referring to himself. That except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. Praise the Lord. So here, we see that Jesus is using the scripture to open our eyes to what it takes for someone to walk in glory here on earth. In verse 23, he says, And Jesus answered them saying the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified and i believe that that hour has come for somebody here in this month of june and this year 2021 you will surely be glorified in jesus name now when it's your time and your hour to be glorified what spirit should you be walking in Then he goes ahead to open their eyes to what we are about to learn now. First of all, he says that, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies. So here, firstly, Christ wants us to have the perspective of divine preservation. That preservation comes from the place of sacrifice. Why? Because in that verse number 25, he said that he that loveth his life shall lose it. (laughs) You love your life, you're going to lose it. And he that hated his life shall have it in this world. You hate your life in this life, you are having an eternal preservation of that life. Beautiful. So here we see that people who are careful not to lose their lives, they lose it. People who are concerned about protecting themselves. Now, please, um, I don't want to just muffle the whole matter, but sometimes it's important to create a mess so that we can have a message. You know, so Jesus is saying that really, If you love your life, you are going to lose it. But the sacrifice is in hating your life. I didn't say it. He that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. That is, it is possible to hate your life in this life. In this world, it is possible to hate your life. And this hate, if you are following the consistency of scripture, you will find out that it is pointing to the corn of wheat falling to the ground and dying. Why? Because you can chew that seed. You can sell that seed. You can do many things to that seed, including keeping it there 
as an artifact. And it will remain the same. So there are people whose lives are without sacrifice. Unscratched, untouched. Nothing touches it, nothing moves it. It must be as it is. And Jesus is saying that until you have the perspective of sacrifice, you have not begun to see preservation. That they that love their lives will lose it. That this world, loving your life is keeping your life from not sacrificing. And that perspective will keep you where you are. It's too much. And so, when he says, they that hate their lives, what does it mean? Alright. Hating your life is, you are a young girl. Yeah. And so, this sister is in, in the company of her generation, her friends. There's a trend of how they think, how they operate, how they dress, appear, and all of that. She's got some resources to meet up to that level of life. Then she decides that she has seen the Gucci bag which she loves and everything inside is saying, go get it. Come on now. Go get it. And everyone is getting it. And assuming they are going for an important function where the appearance is very important. And she decides that, okay, I'm not getting it. I'm going to use one to go. To go to that place. You need to go to go to that place. Yadema. And so everybody gets the Gucci. Then she goes there and it's like, She's an extreme value there. What to assume? It's like, don't you really love your life? This is the greatest opportunity. You have to come out with your best shop and spend. She goes to lay the money she could have used to buy the Gucci on the altar. It's looking naturally. He said, in this world, as far as the definition of this world is concerned, that's a fool right there. That's someone who doesn't love her life right there. Why are you wearing that old shoe? For a, a high place we are going. Why the old dress? Right? You don't love yourself. This is your biggest opportunity. But she refuses to go by the natural way they define things. And triggers a spiritual power by sacrifice. Goes in whatever she's been using already. And they go and like Esther. They set everybody aside. Because in any case. When all of us are dressed top notch. We have to look for the one that is not there. That's a distinction. And it's looking like. You don't love your life. It's like you hate your life. Are you here? He says that if you hate your life like that, setting aside your desire, that makes you feel like you are blossoming and triggering a spiritual principle will rather make you keep that life 
And those other people without the spiritual backing will perish before your very eyes. Because they thought they loving themselves is adorning themselves with new things without spirit. For them, that is love. The love is activating a spiritual power from the place of sacrifice. So if you want to go by the trend of this world, it will seem to you like you love yourself, but you're actually operating opposite to your destiny. And when you, you, when you start going in the direction of God, eternity, you see that you will keep your life in eternity. You see that supernatural power is supporting you. Is God talking to someone? That is why when people want you to operate in their level, they try to bring you to their level of operation. Let all of us wear Gucci. Keep Gucci. That's, I know that you are greater than me, but let's, let's put the limitation that's on me. Let it be on you. And by the time you know, you are going nowhere. So you see that the way God preserves his people is through sacrifice. It's through what? Come on now, talk to me. It's through what? Secondly, Christ wants us to catch the power or the principle of divine abundance. In this scripture, he said that except the corn of wheat falls to the ground, it abided alone. But when it dies, that's a sacrifice. Then it bringeth forth much fruit. So much fruit there is talking about supernatural supplies. Supernatural abundance. And it says that supernatural abundance comes from the place of letting things die. Please. Planting is not accidental. Planting a seed is a deliberate action. You do with an end game in mind. I've got a seed. I'm putting it in the ground. It has to die so that I gain a harvest. Sacrifice doesn't come automatically. When we are talking about sacrifice, you have to be intentional. You have to be deliberate. You have to have revelation, understanding. You you ought to know what you are about. Because if you don't know what you are about, there's a way that you have a good seed and you plant it in the wrong way and it dies. Never produces anything. Please, it is not every viable seed that ends up becoming a seedling. Because how you plant and where you plant and when you plant, all of that have a say in the life of the seed becoming a plant and blossoming, enabling environment. So, you can't just be in church in the kingdom and think that you are also going to have a harvest when you are not interested in the sacrifice that makes you die in the soil. Like the way Jesus entered the ground. When he entered the ground, he said that you will now come out with supernatural harvest. Sacrifice is the highway for divine abundance. You show me a man who is greatly blessed by God, I'll show you the man who is highly sacrificial. You can't 
keep what you have and receive what God has. I say it again. You cannot keep what you have and receive what God has to give to all men. I know you will challenge it because now I think there is a generation that tries to challenge every sentence that is made. And they take it from a face value because they are not deep. And I know this statement I've made, somebody will be just thinking about money. You can't keep what you have and receive what God has to offer. You will be just, you will just make an argument on the social media with money, money. I mean, do I need to give for God to give me? Yes. Why are you thinking about money? Why won't you think about your soul? Can you keep your soul and receive eternal life? Oh, ho. Start from the right place. Every principle must start with Christ. Keep your, they that believe me, they will receive eternal, eternal life is given. Keep your, I don't believe you. Let's see you have eternal life. And that principle must travel in every area of your life. So you see people who are in the church, in the kingdom, and they, they, you see, the kingdom does not operate with savings. The kingdom operates with some form of investment that makes you go beyond keeping. The saving is keeping. The kingdom says give and it shall be given unto you. So outside there, the more you keep, the more you amass wealth. In the kingdom, the more you give, the more God gives you. And he said the measure with which you give, that is the measure. So you can determine the measure of your supernatural abundance in every area of your... Please listen to the first service very carefully. That when you are engaging sacrifice, you are not just engaging things. You are engaging your very self. And so the measure of blessing you want to receive, you must understand that you must rise up to a certain measure of sacrifice. Praise the Lord. So Jesus said, even with him, he needed to die as a corn, of, as a seed, and uh, from there, supernatural abundance. So sacrifice, what is sacrifice? From the scripture, what is sacrifice? Jesus is saying that to sacrifice is to kill. <laughs> kill the seed. Is to kill for the release of power to receive more of everything that we desire. Sacrifice is to kill. That's why anytime you are sacrificed, the thing will pinch you. You are killing. And what are you doing? The seed has potential, but it's not going to give you fruit until you kill it in the soil. When you put it in the soil, you have engaged other factors to release the power that is in the seed to produce for you the desires which is in the harvest. So every seed has a potential harvest. But until you kill it through planting, through putting it in the ground, forget it. 
That's why we see a lot of people, potentially you are great, you will never be great because you don't understand sacrifice. And please, there's a difference between potentiality and practicality. There's a difference between potential and actualization. Many people will not actualize in this because we don't understand sacrifice. Sister? 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 It's not every man whom your nipple rises when you see their stature that must touch you. Leave me alone, brother. What do you think? As if you don't understand this what I'm talking about. What do you mean? You better sacrifice that your nipple that wants to kill right now because you have seen a brother you love. It's a sacrifice. Because there's a way you see a nice guy and say a guy of your day, you have a shooting nipple. It's an arrowhead. It wants to kill. But sacrifice that thing. Quench that thing right there. Because you are somebody's wife. And to enjoy the glory and the favor of marriage, you must understand sacrifice. That as a brother, you must not let your erection determine your direction. Do you understand this then, brother? Who asked you to come and sit here? You are a nice man. I trust you, brother. You can't just wake up and be shooting everywhere. You need to have sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifice. If you don't understand sacrifice, you will waste yourself before your season comes. Yes. You see that? Some people, by the time the season comes, a bruno mubed, you're not chifari. So when the season comes, they don't have the seed to command the harvest of the future. Because they don't understand harvest. When they go and come, uh, then they will choose some. They go and come and they will choose some. They go and come and they will choose some. They go and come and they will choose some. So at the time of harvest, they are like the ten virgins. You see that? These other people know. Their oil is finished in their light. They came, but they couldn't meet. So many people, we all come to the presence of God. That everybody will meet up. Because proud to come in here, you have not gotten to that perspective. That principle Jesus has been teaching you about sacrifice. Sacrifice. Sac- Look, sometimes there is a contract you are dealing with. The people in the finance or in the ministries and the directors and everybody in the politician, everybody wants to sleep with you. And it looks like this is your biggest opportunity. Question is, five minutes. It's like the function is moving from five minutes to one million dollars. What do I do? It's just five minutes. I can even close my mind. Jimmy for obey any obey sorry. Is it where we it's a, you were not even part of it? And in your mind, or Jimmy on chance. 
Leave me alone. No? Leave me alone. What's your name, Jimmy? Five minutes here, Jimmy. One minute here, Jimmy. One minute. Won't they so busy? My main fan brush, brush, kakrebi. Won't they be that? brush and cross, some people like it like that. Brother, why is your face like that? <laughs> Go and read the sexual disaster book. You think it's just two minutes. And it is a covenant that takes away your rod. It takes away your ring. It takes away your, your other things. And you may get the one million, but it will also be drained like the rainwater that was not contained in anything. Then you see that many personalities are jumping inside you like Aladdin and the mask. What a shock. Because you don't understand sacrifice. Some people will deny that kind of compromise. They will deny the person who wants to compromise them. Deny them. They will also lose the contract. Just for the Lord to do a U-turn. And you come here and they meet you and they have no power to resist you. Because sacrifice gives you supernatural power. For heaven to enter into your matter and set human beings aside. If you want to help yourself, he says you will lose your life. But if you put your life in the hand of God, he's going to keep it for you. In an eternal safe where there is an abundance. I'm feeling it already. Brother, if we don't teach it like this, you will think that sacrificing means sleeping with a man. That one too is a sacrifice. No, because Jesus is talking about glory. So you have to just oppose the sacrifice with the glory of God. This thing that I think I'm sacrificing for. Is it bringing glory to God and to me? That's a question. If I sleep with this person, it's a sacrifice. Everything has an opportunity cost. But does it bring glory to God? If it's no, don't go there. Sometimes it can bring human glory to you, but if it's not bringing glory to God, don't go there. Because that is not glory God is showing you. He said the hour has come for you to glorify. It's God glorifying. You are not glorifying yourself. I'm preaching. Yeah, I'm preaching. Watch and I like the way the, the evangelist was saying, say, 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 a man, you're a young guy, you're a politician, you're a tree, 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 you call it sacrifice. It's compromise, not sacrifice. And but at this point in time, if we had a, a, a time to plan with the media people, we would have written S-H-A-M-E underline. Ooh, che, che, che. 
Tell somebody forgive. I'm preaching. Am I preaching? <laughs> Sleeping with someone's husband is not sacrifice, compromise. There's a thin line between sacrifice and compromise. It depends on what your perspective is. To the prostitute, sleeping with everyone is sacrifice because time is energy, it's a lot of things. But to the child of God, that's not sacrifice, that's compromise. And who your accountability officer is will determine whether what you are engaged with is a sacrifice or a compromise. If it is your accountability is to the devil or yourself or sometimes your friends, it may look like a sacrifice. Because the devil's standard is sin. God's standard is righteousness. So who your accountability officer is will determine the activity, activity's value. Whether it's sacrifice or it's compromise. So you have to understand that people, people don't make it until they understand sacrifice. Can you lift up your hand? Say, Father, I thank you today because you have released the spirit of sacrifice unto me right now. I can't hear you. Say, Father, I thank you because I sense the spirit of sacrifice here right now. Praise the Lord. So when Jesus was saying that a corn will fall to the ground and die, he was talking about his own death. And barrier, the way that you cover the seed you have planted, and then it will spring up, the resurrection. So let us look at the spiritual force that is generated when you sacrifice. In the hand of God. Matthew. I mean so scripture must follow. Matthew chapter 27. Verse 50 to 53. The book of Matthew. 27. 50. To 53. That's what the word of God. Jesus. When he had cried again with a loud voice. Yielded up the ghost. That is he came here to die. To sacrifice himself. When he had cried with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. 51. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake. And the rocks rent. And the graves were opened. And many bodies of saints, of the saints, which slept arose. Praise the Lord. And came out of the graves after the resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. So, this phenomenon that Jesus had described earlier using the metaphor of the seed being planted, dying and multiplying. The effect is what happened when he was on the cross and then when he resurrected what happened. So, spiritually, when you sacrifice your seed, your life, what happens when believers sacrifice? Number one, there is a voice in the spirit. Watch it. In verse 50, when he had cried again a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. 
Anytime you sacrifice, and Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice, there is a voice. And this voice was not a useless voice. He was saying, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabatani. My father, my father. It is a plea, if you like, you call it, it's an intercession. It's a voice that is recognized between the human and the human being and the divine being. Because Jesus here was fully man. Communicating to his father. He screamed. When you sacrifice, there is a communication. There is a voice that echoes into the corridors of divinity. My father, my father. (laughs) If you give your money that you are supposed to use to buy Gucci bag. That is a voice right there. That Gucci has been sacrificed. And you cannot forsake me, God. God no go shame us. Say mercy, Lord. (laughs) May you receive a voice in the spirit in Jesus' name. Some people, when they are in trouble, there is no voice crying out for them. Because there is no sacrifice to their lives. What is your qualitative value as a child of God in the kingdom of God. What is it? You may have a quantitative value. We can count you. You are one. But quality wise, what are you adding? Are you just a number? Or you are an impact machine? For the kingdom. Some people are just a number. But you have to go beyond being a number. The Bible said on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people were one. Those people took their world by storm. That is impact. After being one, they didn't just stay there. They took their world. Until the Bible said there were multitudes that could not be counted. You may start as a number. <laughs> But your impact must go beyond just numbers. Qualitatively, the kingdom must say that there is a guy here. There is a lady there. We can count on him on her to bus 10 10 buses from the campus to the church. Or buy 10 buses. Or give a case of land. Go to, to, um, what do you call, Millennium City near Kasua, and go and see the Pentecost um, Convention Center. One person. One person gave acres, if not hectares, of land to the church of Pentecost, and they built what they have built today. One. One person. if, If you do that thing for the devil, he will reward you. You do it for God, He must reward you. Don't be in the kingdom and there is no value to your life. If all you have is what is in your pocket, in your bank account, you are still as useless as the person who is not in the kingdom. Because when you just die, you are going to heaven and that is the work Jesus has done. You didn't do anything. All you got is what Jesus did. You didn't bring anything to God. You only took from God. 
But he didn't bring. But he said, you must bear fruit. And bearing fruit, you must have a sacrificial mind. You must understand sacrifice. You must understand dying, denying yourself. So that there will be something greater to your life. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Are you here at all? Five years or six years ago or so, our church will be six. I had gained admission to go and do my PhD in a school in the UK. Then we were starting the church. The admission came around the same time. When a professor accepted to take my topic that I could be admitted. Because there, I think the PhD, when you're applying, somebody should show interest in the topic. I was ready to pay the... I, I just redrew. I may never be called a doctor. Because I had to make that sacrifice. But it is the reason why this guy wanted to be a DJ. The original plan. Is to be a disc joker. Is today he's here. Leading prophetically. Lokuto Parada Gadaba is a sacrifice. <laughs> if I never get to be called a doctor, I have fruit to show for the corn of seed that entered the ground. Is God talking to somebody here at all? Yeah. And this will give me a voice. This voice will extend to my generations. I've done something. You can't erase it from the books. You can't. You are not permitted. Even the devil is not permitted. And what is secured in sacrifice is secured through the blood. And what is secured through the blood cannot be revoked. So, sacrifice is a, is a major matter. You feel like you are killing yourself, but something powerful is coming out. Praise the Lord. Is God talking to somebody here at all? I want to, let's go into the matter. Shalagada Bahasa. Number two. I'm feeling it already. Kalazu Deshkele Mahanda. It says that there was a voice. Secondly, it said, Behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to the bottom. So here, when you sacrifice spiritually, Whatever has become a veil and a covering. And please, you need to understand that the veil divided people into two basic categories. Those who could approach the presence of God and those who had to stand outside and could not approach so, it was a kind of categorization that allowed only the priest to go to God and bring news to the people on the outside. You know, you can't come here. It's like, it's a monopoly. The veil is also a bridge that cannot be crossed by everyone. The veil is also a barrier to the masses, leaving only a few privileged ones. To enter into certain dimensions. I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. The veil. In fact. The veil meant that some people could never hear the voice of God in their lifetime. Because they were not permitted in the holies of holies. Now. When Jesus hung on the cross. And he sacrificed his life. This is all of you. I'm the priest. This is all of you outside. The veil is here. I carried the matter. I come here. Me and God, 
We are talking to you, all of you, no matter where you are sitting, you are there. Then, so all this time, there is that exclusiveness for people who even want to come. They want to be rich. They can't be, they want to be free. They can't be free. There is this barrier there. When Jesus hung on the cross and gave up the ghost, the veil was torn from top to bottom. Wham! So from that time, there was no tent. The whole place became the holies of holies. Everywhere anybody was standing, God was there. That's why in Hebrews, he says that, come boldly, come boldly. There is no veil again. When you enter, you will not die. Just anyhow you are, come. Thief gave birth to you, come. Adulterer gave birth to you, come. You yourself, you are an adulterer. That's it. When you sacrifice supernaturally, things that used to stop you. Ha! Ah. So from top, the power is coming from above. It doesn't tear from bottom or from top. It's from bottom. People will be fighting you. Hey, I don't know go to pillar. No, I don't know go to peg. No, from top, boom, like that. That's So you see that they say they won't promote you. By the time you know, God is knocking heads from top, like that. They say you won't marry. God is knocking head from top. He is in the veil. Whatever has covered your glory, as you engage sacrifice, may that veil be torn. That amen didn't come out at all. I'm feeling it, pa. So you see that it is in sacrifice. Don't joke with sacrifice. You are contending with things and you are holding what is precious to you. What is wrong? What is wrong? Don't hold anything precious in your hand when you are looking for next level opportunity. If you release what is in your hand, it will be turned from top to bottom. Supernatural work. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Solika Prati. Speak in tongues. I'm feeling something here right now. Mare Koshita Kaladaza. Sula Brekala Soteshka. Mafara no Sonde Brekisto Pradika Parasa. I see some veils being removed from some people. In the mighty name of Jesus. Some things are being torn apart by the power of the Holy Ghost. Some deliverances are happening right now. Some supernatural encounter is happening now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three, the earth did quake and the rocks rent. When you sacrifice supernaturally, there's an earthquake. There's a movement in the foundations. And please, let us establish this point that every evil foundation is not accidental. It was deliberately, specifically established by the action, conscious actions of some people. Somebody somewhere decided that, okay, let's take it from the first man who was a murderer, Cain. He made a plan to kill Abel. From that time, killing entered. It was not accidental. And from that time, murder entered. That's a foundation. To undo that foundation, 
you also need a sacrifice that you have triggered consciously, deliberately to undo that foundation. And me, I say, in my family, I was talking to one young lady, I said, I am my cousin here. Where's Roger? Yeah. We are the first to go to secondary school. Yes. First. Or do you know anybody that went to secondary school in that family? I'll give you $100 if you know anybody. Yeah. We are just the first. That's, you try, something must happen. Nobody goes. So to go, at that time he was in great commission. I was in assemblies. I don't know what he was doing there, but obviously me, I was not joking. <laughs> I can't talk for you, but me, I was not joking. The way you see me, you see that I have not been joking. That's how we finished that secondary school. If in our family you have heard that anybody went to university, oh yeah, just you be bold and mention it. Foundationing it. So, to change that foundation, people are sat by demonic conspiracy to set that kind of pattern, that issue. That is how it should go. Look, my two big brothers, eh, they all had admissions to secondary school. One Cape Tech, one Infant Spam. How they didn't go is a family matter. I won't talk. And he used to stay with me with my father. My father used to give us an anthem. You can do whatever by me. I'm not taking you to secondary school. So when you grow, no, you go and become a blessing to your mother's family. So when I see people angry with their fathers, I say, but put it somewhere. <laughs> put it somewhere. You your own cry. They are not telling you. They are just acting against you. Our own. They told us and they acted. Feeling yet. And yet. So to change it, I had to seclude myself from what many other peers of mine were, were doing. I, I had to just separate myself, enter into another gear. Of following God, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. I remember my first watch that I felt was really watch. You know, there's some watches not watch. Because I remember that when my mother was alive, when it's fit to affection, they will give us toy watch. Yeah. But this is a real watch. I remember somebody's um, brother shipped some things from Italy and then they were minute and then the lady liked me and she gave me that watch. I was a teenager. And then I was in Assemblies of God. It was a revival week. That is when I saw this scripture. Psalm 4 verse 34, something like that. Let's see if it's there. The pastor was using this scripture. It was our, it was our assistant pastor. He says that, 
I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. The pastor was preaching, 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 preaching. When he finished, he says that we are going to raise funds. Whatever you have, yeah, 34 verse 4. Um, come and sow your seed. He was quoting, quoting, hey, me. There's nothing to my life. So the only thing that was to my life was that watch. I just, and I don't want it for one week. I just removed the watch. I was so happy that I had something to go and offer. I went and put it in the offering basket and I danced my way back. This is over three decades ago. I don't remember the last time I used my money to buy a watch. Something broke in the spirit. Something just broke. It is sacrifice. When a foundation is bad, it's because of a sacrifice. If it has to be turned around, it must be by a sacrifice. That's why Jesus, when he died, he went down to hell. To lose all those people who had been kept bound in that foundation and brought them out. That's a sacrifice. So as you are sacrificing, it's not like somebody wants your money or your land or your household. There is something you are engaging in the supernatural world. The Bible said the foundation shook. The earth shook. That's a sacrifice. The voice of sacrifice is recognizable by the earth. It will shake the earth wherever. Let they say it's whatever. Just put the sacrifice there. Anybody who knows a hunted house, the owner doesn't want it, should give me. I will sleep and snore there. That demon, the snoring will suck that demon. Because I know what to do. That's how you go to places and spaces and things want to bully you. That the power backing you, you know. You have not cultivated it well. If you know how to cultivate the power well, nothing can bully you. Is God talking to somebody here? You should be concerned that you are in a church and you are not called to sacrifice anything. No, no, no sacrifice for any activity. No sacrifice for any substance. Hey! Then why are you there? Why are you there? It's like, it's like we're married to only born come on. Hey, and come on. Let me tell you, it's women that like conversational. Men don't like, you don't see that men as they are talking small, now their hand want to move. Something want to happen. So, yeah. yeah. So you say that, I do to me my uncle without anything. You are thinking in a wrong way. <laughs> when you are ready for new, maybe I'm found. Come on, my wife. Share. Listen, be a man so be kasa kasa sa 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 sa. Listen. Hey. Why? I, I don't know my sister before. You are not my sister. Oh. <laughs> no, you are my wife. When a man lies on come more than. This thing that I'm talking about, that man needs deliverance. And the man needs deliverance. It's like he even wants a while away time more than the woman. What is wrong with you? I, oh, if you are that man, when we close, secretly come and see me. I lay hands on you, deliver you from that nonsense. 
Somebody say sacrifice. You understand? When you see that people are where they are, you have to check what they have done. Because it's not normal. Praise the Lord. It's not normal for the earth to shake for you. Something must drop. So that's what Jesus did. Every, and the Bible said that the rocks were rent. <laughs> Things that regularly will not break. The, the, the impact was so strong that rocks were rent into pieces. You see, yokes, curses, breaking. Because somebody knows how to trigger a sacrifice in the place of prayer. You need to trigger something with that tongues. At this space and phase and stage of your life, you know, praying in tongues is like, why? 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 People chant in their room and they are not, they, they leave the chanting in their room and they go to the shrine. Because they have seen that this level of the thing they are trying to do is not, not a matter of chanting in the room with the level or the, the things, the incantations they have been doing. This. It's not bringing the result. They leave and they go to the source. They go and activate with a higher sacrifice. Then they give them another code. It's like a key. Then they come and it is triggered. Then you see that. Hey, I've heard the come, 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 come. Please, we. This is the kingdom. It's a kingdom of power. It's a kingdom of what? Your power is in your sacrifice. Let nobody lie to you that any church wants your money. Pastors want your money. I've, I've been asking you. When did I come to your house? Did I call you to ever ask you for money? No. It's power. And this preaching, when I finish, I'm not raising funds. You won't hear me. We are not interested in that one. You must understand the key to open your life's door. When you get behind that door, that looks very humongous, gigantic. It's like you are confused. That's what my trigger it. What your boy and then I'm getting a horse. I know, call no about no come here. Me mau be eighteen months. One worry now. I'll be say or do to me swap it. Where ma? Mo enimre. He said, Are you not the one who say you love me? Oh, oh. Are you not the one? All that I have done for you. Yes, you cramp or didn't want to woman. to me backslide. Yes. I say, oh, the way the way when she was sick, I was by her side, didn't She will never leave me. Oh. Oh. What do we know? Quite deceiving yourself. You are delusional. Obey Jawa, my compensation. Who about with you? I have my compensation package. 
it will never be your story in Jesus' name. <laughs> hey. Why are you angry with me? Charlie, some brother is sitting by a sister. He's shaking. Pastor, 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 pastor. The preaching was powerful until you came to this particular point. I don't like it. You don't like it. Better get up. Better wake up. May you enter the revelation of the sacrifice in Jesus' name. Shout a louder amen. Sometimes the preaching that hits you most is the one that is curing you most. You don't need to agree with me. Just follow the word of God. Because sometimes when I'm preaching, my face is not nice. So you don't need to admire me. Just the word is true. How many have we said so far? Three? Yeah. Some rocky curses are breaking in Jesus' name. If your amen is louder, no limitation on your life. <laughs> that is why it was very funny to heaven when they were making sure the tomb of Jesus, they put a stone there. Said, I'm sure the angels in heaven were saying, you people, you, are you that funny? When the man gave up his life, you know, the giving up the ghost keke was scattering rocks. You are now putting a rock by the tomb. Dying, no, the rock was scattering. How about when he's rising? That's why when you start rising by a sacrifice, eh, you are unstoppable. <laughs> Things that stop people that small, small curses and yokes and witchcraft, it can't stop you. you, you your sacrifice going down and already crushed them. They can't put it as a limitation on you. We are different people all together. That's why social media will try confusing you. People will be talking, why are you giving your money? Why are you giving your money? It's to make you weak and non-powerful. Shall I, this time around, you know, when you get to a certain level and you want to move to the next level, you know what to do. Yeah. You have to push it until it saturates. When the sacrifice gets saturated, that is what God said. Now I know. Now, because prior to that time, God had told Abraham that circumcise yourself. He did. No, before, he said, leave your father, leave your idols. He left. That's one sacrifice. Number two, circumcise yourself. He circumcised. These are sacrifices he's been doing. Then he said, okay. He, he, all this why he was still promising, promising, not talking. Then he now said, Okay, give Isaac. That's another level. You know, you said that. Ah, but God, you said I should go. I went. You said I should circumcise myself. At 75 years, I circumcised myself. Now, so you say I should give my Isaac. And about some cranny. Oh. There's a saturation point. Where all the powers combined in heaven come to your rescue. At that point, when he laid 
Isaac on that altar and was ready to slaughter him. God now said, hold on. Every sacrifice is a test of your faith for the next level. He said, I now know. Is it that you are, I tried you from leave your house. Circumcise yourself. Now at this level, no, I have come to a conclusion that you qualify for a certain level of blessing. One that I have to put my own credibility on it. Now in blessing, he didn't say you shall be blessed. So he said, in blessing, I There's a realm of sacrifice that God himself put himself on the line for you. Anybody that wants to harm you, even without your knowing, I'm on their case. That's why Abraham went to lie. I'm not saying go and lie. But even when your journey, a mistake happens. The man wanted to play with Abraham's wife. Almost. God now just knocked the head of that King, he said, hey, now prophet wife, you won't do that, you know. You won't kill. You won't die. I'll kill you. Omo, release them to go. And that is the beginning of Abraham's wealth. The man releasing them even gave them a package. Don't try. Look, if you see that somebody is sacrificial in the kingdom, even when you are angry with them, refuse to be angry. It's not everybody that you fight. Some people you just negotiate. Yeah. That is why it's not every man of God who has made a mistake that you criticize. Look at David. He had killed her. And then one day he rested and saw a fair woman in the bathroom. And I Action. Three, two, one. And David is a man after my own heart. You don't know what created that weakness or tiredness in that person to sleep that day. And that sleep landed him in trouble. He has been fighting the battles of the Lord since he was a teenager. He fought Goliath when he was 17, 18. You think God is going to set him aside because he just made one mistake with Bathsheba? Please, revise your note. That is why you cannot be the cane in the hand of God against a servant. God's servant, they are important to God in his own level. We can't understand. If you allow, Absalom allowed himself, and God told David, I will deal with you. And Absalom allowed himself to become the cane that God used to deal with his father. He just, just slept with his father's wife. Brought daylight. And it was like, I am the cane. God is using to cane you. As he was going now, God hung him in the trees and killed him. Even if God he let you to be the king, beg him that God. <laughs> Judas tried one on Jesus. He said, Jesus, you have made a mistake. They broke this thing on your feet. You have made a mistake. Judas tried. We need to punish me. By the time he saw, 
He too hung himself on a field. Don't try it. I say, if you see a sacrificial man, when you even have a problem, negotiate and move. Don't fight. Because, Charlie, Charlie, when they are mentioned, the God of this, the God, Edin did this war. It's the God of Abraham. Have you ever seen in the Bible anywhere where they say God of Jacob, God of Isaac, God of Abraham before? There is an order. Please, if you are not the arranger of that order, hierarchical order, don't try to distort that constellation. Because you will have problem that no prayer can solve. And only ask, only I'm going to come to Point number four. When you sacrifice, it brings life. It brings life to all good people that are dead around you. In that verse 51. When Jesus died, look at that. Bible said, and behold, the veil was torn. Powerful. Next verse, 52. Watch it all. 52. And the graves were opened. The graves were what? And many bodies of the saints which slept arose. Good people, saints, inside graves. People that when Jesus entered the tomb, there were other dead people around you, like in your life. There can be very powerful people around you, but they are dead, irresponsive. But as he entered the realm of sacrifice, life started entering into those people. Graves open. That's why you see that sometimes your destiny helper is not responding to you. As you are praying, one of the things to trigger that thing. Is to trigger it through sacrifice and that prayer. You see that all the good people around you who are behaving like dead, life will enter them and they will arise. That's when they will be asking you, Ah, Emilia, have you, how long have you been around? Mansa, I, I hear it. They say you have been coming here. Oh, sorry. Oh, one lady was just talking to me, first service. I prayed with her. Almost a year ago, about a job that she was, a position that she was supposed to be given. She went, I asked her to sow a seed and go for it. She went and they didn't give her. They gave it to another person. This very morning, she came to tell me, he said, Daddy, do you remember that position? It's in the Apex Bank. That they didn't give me. He said, this week, they have gone, uh, they gave to the person, they have gone, uh, they have done something and they have come to give it to me. I ask her, what were you expecting? Sacrifice doesn't die. That's why the blood of Jesus is still speaking. Abel's blood is still talking. Don't, don't join the people saying, Mama, Mama, Dead opportunities are rising. Because you have entered the realm of sacrifice. I see your destiny helpers coming alive for you. That amen didn't come out at all. Finally, he said that, and the graves were open. Now, if you read 1 Corinthians 15, 
verse 55 to 57, it talks about how when Jesus died and gained an incorruptible body, the power of death was defeated. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 55 to 57, watch it. Parasula bradika pasta, Oh boy. 1 Corinthians 15. Am I not quoting the right scripture? 55. Beautiful. Oh, the, now, please go back a little. Go to 53. Let's, let's just watch. Look at it. It says, For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. And that's exactly what Jesus did. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then, somebody say, then, <laughs> then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. It's when things die, and that new life is coming up, then he said, then shall come to pass the saying that is written. Say it with me. One, go. Death is what? Swallowed up in victory. Yeah. Sacrifice. When the Bible says we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by what? Is it by your prayer? That blood, is it not Jesus' sacrifice? Yes. That's your victory. You go on to the next verse, 55. So, oh, death. After the Ube to me cry, poor mama, death. Where is thy sting? Oh, grave. Where is thy victory? Hey. Next verse. He said, The sting of death is sin. And the sacrifice of Jesus was to deal with sin. And the strength of sin is the law. The law is also a, is, is just put aside because Christ came to be the fulfillment when he died. I love this next verse. He said, but thanks be to God, which gives us the victory. Say there. Say there. The victory. Thanks be to God. Who has given us the victory? It's a very definite victory. He's not talking about victories that are scattered here and there. There is a particular fundamental victory that gives birth to every other victory you will ever, ever encounter. He said, That thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just telling you, everything is by the sacrifice of Jesus. That's why the power of death is broken. You are not going to die before your time. When they give you promotion and somebody wants you dead, you will not die in Jesus' name. Your sacrifice will speak for you. Yes. There's a lady here. When she entered the church, I I prayed with her. And while she was going, she said the Holy Ghost told her to sow a particular seed. When she saw the seed, in a year, they promoted her three times. Now, people in a workplace who didn't like her, they started saying that, look, 
this lady no leave her matter to her because we don't know it's like we don't know what is working behind there now you try attempt and people who attempted they transferred them they lost their job just a normal bazaar something was working i want to ask what is working you know your mother never sacrificed at 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 least you know baby you're going to cry and minus for you and I to come to the positive we need to start well praise the Lord hey for people to testify that we know they have seen that something is working praise the Lord something is what yeah something is working The last last week I was in fact this whole month I've been praying with a particular lawyer. Very serious lawyer. All of a sudden, I said, feel law, no. He says, Pastor, my The things that I know before, it's like I'm trying to learn them again. So difficult. Things that I do, paperwork that I do, I'm remembering. How do I even do this thing? So I was praying with him when I saw that. Older lawyers and other people in the end that they have gang up in the coven and they have tied him very deeply. So I said, I want to pray with him throughout the whole month. Every morning, like that. I started praying with him. Oh, one week he started regaining himself. The following week, I prayed with him in the morning. He said, Prof, let me tell you something very funny that happened. Somebody came to me. They told the person that he should come to me for a case. And the person thought that he's a very, the lawyer is my mate in St. Augustus. He said he thought that he was an old lawyer because the name has gone far. So when he saw him, he said, I'm lawyer so so and so. He said, eh, I thought you were a grown man or something. And he said, I'm the lawyer. He said, eh. He said, before I even bring my case, let me tell you, me, I'm a fetish. He said, three people have brought you. I didn't know you. I went to tie you very, very deep inside there. And I've not seen you before. And he said, mm, okay, good, yeah, let's talk about your matter. When they spoke to him, when he was going, he said, when I go today, I'm going to untie. <laughs> pa- pa- power pass power. You, you want to tie a man that is following sacrifice. Please, let us not come to church and then we'll be dying like chicken. Anything can waste you and I, our opportunities and our life. Listen, they say you are dying. Say, I'm not dying. At least the, the sacrifice of Jesus is there for you. And if you announce when you are tear, you will add sacrifice as part of your faith package on a regular daily basis to trigger the power of God to support you. May any power of death looking for anybody here, let that power be defeated in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder, Amen. Your opportunities will not die. Your health will not die. Your children will not die. You will not die before your time. Shout a louder, Amen. Clap your hands and stand to your feet. 
You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministry.